from News Hawk Studios, it's the first edition of Live Line with Logan K. Today we speak about the tropical storm Elsa. Special guest, Waylon Rossiter. And we also take a look at the headlines. Live Line starts right now. Well, the first edition of Live Lines. Thank you for joining us so much today. Hey, I'm joined by Waylon. How you doing, Waylon? I'm um, pretty good. I'm doing well, I guess. Now, uh, we hope everyone enjoyed the Fourth of July yesterday. Uh, man, we we had a good time. We went to see some fireworks in town. Yep. Uh, walk around, got some of the uh, pizza. They got a nice New York pizza shop. So I think. Uh, My favorite Yes. Uh, so that went very good for us. We hope your 4th of July was good, too. Once again, this is the first edition of Live Line. Now, of course, if you can't catch us live or you don't want to listen live, you can catch us on multiple podcasting platforms like Google Podcast, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and Radio Public. And we're also coming soon to more podcast platforms. Let's get into some of the top headlines from the New York Post. NHL goalie, 24, dies from fireworks injury in freak July 4th accident. We're going to read more into this. Blue Jackets goaltender, Mattis Kivalenikix. I'm sorry, I messed that up, that uh, name up. I ain't heard that name before. But he passed away Sunday night as a result of what the organization described as a tragic accident with fireworks. In a statement Monday morning, the Blue Jacket said medical personnel was called immediately to attend him, but he succumbed to his injuries a short time later. It was originally reported that he slipped while attempting to jump out of a hot tub, while others, after a fireworks malfunction, then hit his head on concrete. However, it was later revealed that he died from chest trauma as a result of a fireworks blast, according to the Associated Press. Fears arise that new COVID variant from Peru may be resistant to coronavirus vaccines. Now, that is something that we don't want. Uh, of course, many people have been getting vaccinated. The last thing we need right now is a variant that's resistant against the vaccine. Scientists fear that a highly contagious new COVID-19 variant that is ravaging Peru may be resistant to vaccines. The Lambada mutation, or C.37, appears to have emerged in Peru last August, and it is now being blamed for the country having the highest pandemic death rate in the world. The concerning strain has since spread to around 30 countries, mostly in Latin America, but also as far as the United Kingdom, which has recorded at least eight cases, according to government figures. There are no known cases of the Lambetta strain in the United States, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. In Peru, Lam, Lam, excuse me, Lambda has accounted for 81% of new infections tested for variants since April, according to the World Health Organization. The South American 
nation currently has by far the highest mortality rate in the world, according to the John Hopkins University data. There, nearly 10% of those recorded as being infected end up dying, with the death rate of nearly 600 for every 100,000 citizens, almost double that of the next nation, Hungary, that shows. The U.S. is 21st with just under 185 deaths per 100,000. So, Waylon, you got vaccinated uh, just a few weeks ago. What you think about this? Um, the, uh, I got the Pfizer vaccine. I, I think I got the Pfizer vaccine. I got two shots in the arm. Uh, I didn't hurt at all, so definitely if you can get vaccinated, it's not going to be as bad as you think if you're scared of shots or anything. And plus, um, definitely, even if you are vaccinated, be sure to check around. Make sure that uh, if you're going to a store that requires masks, you know, of course, wear a mask. Some stores are getting to the point where uh, if you're vaccinated, they will let you in uh, without mask. But definitely, if you want, like, if you want to be extra cautious or extra prepared or anything, go ahead was vaccinated and uh they dealt with some arm pain but that's really about it and uh they said that the vaccine didn't even hurt because i've had some shots and needle goes and, it's like, eh. and some people have issues with needles everyone i've talked to said the needle didn't hurt so go ahead and get a vaccination but that is concerning about that variant especially considering a country like the united kingdom has eight cases of that this virus just needs to end we need to have a good summer we're, we're only a few weeks into, like, the main summer. Uh, we don't need another variant. Anyways, this coming from the New York Post, also page 6. The United Kingdom couple says Gordon Ramsay made their wedding into a kitchen nightmare. Uh, this is by Lee Brown from July 5th, 2021, 2.40 p.m. So this article is fresh, just coming out uh, 20 minutes ago. This sounds interesting, Waylon. Yeah. Let's read a little bit into this. A United Kingdom couple said Gordon Ramsay turned their dream beach wedding, uh, turned their dream beach wedding turned into a complete kitchen nightmare after the celebrity chef took over the private resort to film his television show. Charlie Willis, 35, and then bride Laura, 29, told the Sun uh, tabloid that they expected a private ceremony and gourmet meal when they paid $1,800 at the exclusive. Lusty Glaze Beach in Cornwall last month. But their special day was instead gatecrashed by Ramsey and his crew filming his television show, Future Food Stars, with the chef also taking over the kitchen, leaving the wedding party with a cheap and nasty meal despite it being despite it costing seventy dollars a head, they told the son. This is I don't know if this is something that Ramsey would do. I mean I I've, I've seen his uh his shows I do think he put some stuff on, like being a little over extra with how angry he is. But but I ain't ever heard of anything like this. Um, yeah, I don't think Ramsey would be the type of guy to barge in with his film crew. Even like, I think he would try and make sure that nothing's happening. He would make sure that there's no plans or anything before he went in. But I could be wrong. How? You know, I'm not sure. I, I hope this ain't tabloid talk, especially since some of these sources are coming from the sun 
and 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 just like Ramsey was his anger, they like to over exaggerate. So let's read a little more into it. Willis said the whole thing was a complete kitchen nightmare. The groom told the United Kingdom paper, "We had both worked so hard to save for that day, and we felt like extras on a game show." Ramsey's executive producer Sharon Powers wrote to the newlyweds to apologize and paid for their ruined wedding. She said, "I am mortified." that we affected your special day and I can ensure you that it was never our intention to upset you or your guest powers, letter said, according to the Sun. As you are aware, we have now paid for your wedding in full, which I hope goes some way towards making amends and acknowledging how sorry I am that your special day was affected. A spokesman for the private beach blamed very unusual circumstances for the problem, but told the Sun that the wedding party had not secured exclusive use of the beach. So, this is a very, uh, here and there story. So, I guess we'll see what comes out of this. We, you're listening to the first edition of Logan's Liveline. We're going to be right back here in five minutes. Once again, if you're listening to this on demand uh this part should be cut out but if it's not you just go ahead and skip five minutes we'll be right back Logan's Live Line has returned. It's 3.09 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So right now we're going to be speaking about the Surfside um, condo collapse down in Florida. Three more bodies found after search resumes uh, following the demolition of Surfside Condo Building. So there was a little branch that was still up, and they went ahead and demolished that. So this is coming from CNN. Three additional bodies have been found in the rubble of the collapsed uh, Champlain Towers South Building, officials said Monday, bringing the death toll to 27. The additional bodies were found after search efforts resumed around midnight, following the demolition Sunday night of what had remained standing of the building. Miami-Dade County Mayor uh, Daniela Levine-Cava said, There are 118 people still unaccounted for, Levine-Cava said at a news briefing Monday. The structure was demolished around 10.30 p.m. Sunday using a message called Engineering Failing describing it as a process that uses small, strategically placed explosives and relies on gravity to bring the building down in place. The demolition plan, because of approaching Storm Elsa, was carried out exactly as planned, the mayor said, and allowed the search to be more safely expanded to the area next to where the structure had been. The pile of rubble next to the building was actually what had been holding up the structure, Kava said, making it unsafe for crews to search. Truly, we could not continue without bringing this building down, and the demolition allowed the crews to access the area 
closest to the building that they had not been able to access before. And that was where we needed to go, she said. The demolition came after part of the building fell early in the morning on the 24th of June, collapsing approximately 55 of the building's 136 units. Crews immediately began digging up to 16 feet of concrete. With a threat of Tropical Storm Elsa looming, officials and rescue crews were increasingly concerned about the safety of those searching through the rubble. Now we're going to Tropical Storm Elsa. Tropical Storm Elsa is a little weaker and slower Sunday as it swirls away from Haiti towards Jamaica and Cuba, according to the National Hurricane Center. But a tropical storm warning is in effect for the Florida Keys. The Hurricane Center said Elsa was moving west-northwest at 14 miles per hour with maximum sustained winds of 60 miles per hour. Elsa's tropical storm force winds extend outward up to 115 miles from its center. Late Saturday, the storm battered parts of the Dominican Republic and Haiti with heavy rain and high winds as its center passed to the south. Two people died in the Dominican Republic as Elsa lashed uh, the Caribbean island on Saturday. The country's emergency operations center said, in separate incidents, heavy winds caused walls to collapse, killing a 15-year-old in Bani, killing a 75-year-old. Elsa is moving very near Jamaica and parts of East Central Cuba on Sunday, the hurricane center said where tropical storm conditions are expected and hurricane conditions are possible later Sunday and at night. For more on the tropical storm, you can go to nhpcm.wordpress.com, the new Hawks website. Thank you for tuning in to the first edition of Logan's Live Line from News Hawk Studio. We thank you so much for joining. We'll see you next time.